0: <laughs> Have I got a story for you. Today, let's talk about my first openly gay relationship. When I first came out in college, 2010. <laughs> yeah, so... uh I think I might have mentioned back in season one, you know, one of my, uh <clears throat> have I got story for you, you feel me, you know, this is a quick session, but uh, yeah, one of my sessions last season, I think I might have talked about me coming out, you know, in college, you know, boom, <clears throat> so I did the, you know, the stereotypical thing, you know, wait till I was pretty much, I ain't gonna say out the house to come out, but pretty much, Doing my own shit, you know. I had a job. I, would you know, had my own money, making my own shit, doing my own shit. Boom. Even paying rent to my mom or whatnot. Boom. So, yeah. So, yeah. I was going to. I went to ACC. I started at ACC, then I transferred to Texas. Southern. So, boom. We. Can, yeah, that's why I went. So, yeah. So when I first get to college or whatnot. Oh no 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 no! Let me backtrack. I'm tripping. I'm tripping. Yeah, it was at HCC So yeah, so when I first went to college, you know, boom, you know, it was an experience to me because uh, <clears throat> it, yeah, it was an experience to me because where I went was Central, like Houston Community College, and at Central was like so diverse. A bunch of people I've never met before. <clears throat> being around a bunch of people I've never been around before, like white people, Indian people, Asian people, you know, when I, like I said, where I, I was raised from is predominantly black and Mexican, mostly black. So I went to mostly black and Mexican school. So being around these different people I ain't gonna say a cultural shock because again, as I mentioned in season one, Mickey is where, you know, where I'm from in my head is California. I'm very cultural, diverse, basically from TV shows and shit I've read. So, boom, it wasn't that much because of a cultural shock but I was around different people okay <laughs> all types of different people you know who are very open with themselves who are sure what the, who are sure about themselves who knew what they wanted to be who knew what they wanted to do <clears throat> you know shit like that <clears throat> mind me this is excuse me <clears throat> this is as we so yeah so i get to acc you know full time taking classes you know meeting cool people Then i meet this one guy i is gonna call t boom i was in one class with him, I forgot. Some class, but I think it was only one class. But I was in one class with him. Boom, we bonded over basically being Pisces and having the same birthday. No problem. So we were cool. You know, we was chilling all the time, talking. You know, on the phone, whatnot. We were meeting up at the school highs. You know, going out, eating, smoking, all that. Boom, boom. He introduced me to his friends and a whole different lifestyle. Okay, so let's side note on that. So, this lifestyle was completely new to me, bro. Like, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> this lifestyle was completely new to me, bro. Okay, like, again, I'm raised in the hood. Like I said, I would like to call myself a reverse Eminem. I am a, a, a transracial. So, again, where I come from, you know, we're in the hood around a bunch of black people, a bunch of niggas, it's, like, different, you feel me? So, this, is like, stuff I was introduced, to was basically, like, the gay world, you know, and gay culture, and gay slang, and LGBT shit, you feel me? Like, from the, from the gay slang, from, from gay feminine guys, bottom, straight bottoms, or whatnot, calling each other girl, and learning the word T and what's T and trade and all that shit. This is my introduction to all this shit. This is like 2010. So, you know, T introduced me to all that shit. You feel me? Like, drag shit. I was never into drag shit. I was never into no Noah's Ark. I used to just watch random different shit on TV. But I was introduced to the Noah's Ark type shit. I was introduced to the different slangs and the the, the culture of LGBT. You know, boom. So, you know, and T's Friends was into all that shit. This was a total eye opener for me. Okay? (laughs) total eye-opener you feel me like this is brand new shit bro like i didn't know none of this (laughs) so yeah so um boom you know and i was just really open-minded to it you know i wasn't really participating in it like i wasn't doing drag and doing all the other shit you feel me i was just there you know i was just amongst the you know amongst the crowd learning all this shit learning all the slang and all this shit so you know boom you know being around t i learned all the lgbt culture lifestyle all types of shit fucking with him so boom that was just me that was a, a brief intro of me learning lgbt so being you know being with t you know fucking around with him boo, boo, boo. i we never like really off back messed around like that, you know. We this is my first basically relationship. So we was basically like we called basically each other night and day, okay? Like I remember it so vividly, it's giving me traumatic stress flashback now. <laughs> but let's work through it. It's a session. So yeah, um, you know, we start talking, I'm start, you know, going out this is my first time being exposed to People getting rooms, you feel me? Like I have never been like not spending night at my house. Like I've you know spent the night with people in, in dorm rooms and shit. I've done that before in high school. You feel me? That was dorm rooms or whatnot, and this like, that was fun. You know, a little bit of bullshit. You know, growing up, experimenting type shit. That was that. It wasn't no get no room in different motels outside. Basically, nowhere near the city where you stay or nowhere, one now, you know it was that was so new to me like weird you feel me buying all types of different shit to do sexual shit you feel me so boom so like I said this is my first so I was introduced to the, the 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 fleet shit, you feel me? Cause I had considered myself a top. Like again, I fucked with bitches growing up or whatnot, you know, fuck with females growing up. You know, I messed around with a couple of niggas, but like I said, there wasn't no extreme hardcore shit like this. It wasn't no fleet preparing None of that. This is, again, this is so new to me in 2010. How old, I think like 20, 20 21, 22. Like, yeah. Yeah, so, again, so new to me. So, we do all of that, learning all of that. Boom. Got exposed to toys. You feel me? Like, niggas play with toys? I didn't know none of that. You feel me? Again, like I said, I got exposed to dildos and shit. Then I even got exposed to Being versatile, you feel me? So that was experience in itself. Like my first time bottoming was like I ain't gonna say painful cause I think I was so fucked up, but it was like yeah. (laughs) Alright, right it ain't for me, but I get it. I put it like that. I get it. So yeah, that was that. And you know, we we talked for a good minute, you know. Brought the motherfucker around to the house, and, you know, the motherfucker start spending the night at the house and shit. They were, mm-mm. introduced introducing me to all types of their little friends, start having going to little parties and shit. And I'm not a social person, you know. If I'm with somebody, I'm with that person and we can just hang out together. We can go do little friends shit, but we gotta leave. I'm not for all that spending the night now. On top of that, I'm not for all that. Your friends being all up on you. Especially, you know, they guys. Like, this motherfucker had, like, overly friendly-ass friends. And that shit, that was not cool. Like, T's friends was just so... You on him, you know? Like, and he didn't mind it. Like, he was on them, too. It's like, this shit here was weird. So... Let me start wrapping it up. You know, I want it to be too long. This a little rant, a little session real quick. So it's not that long anyway. So anyway, so yeah, so uh, uh I see, you know, start paying attention to shit, you know, you know, shit was getting good and shit stops getting good. Motherfuckers, you know, basically got drunk at a friend's house, messed around with the friend, didn't tell me, I ended up finding out. woot de woop So yeah. Yeah, I end up coming over Fran No, uh, I didn't know Fran spent the night I didn't know it happened that time when I came over It was a whole bunch of bullshit So yeah I can't even think of friend's names like one was like one was an A and the other person I'm gonna just call Neo cause he looked like a big ass Neo So yeah <laughs> So you know After I found out all this shit, I wasn't cool with none of this shit, you know, I I ain't gonna say we violently broke up, but it was some shit, you know, I broke up with him, and we was good, I went by my business, motherfucker begged, cried, pleaded, came by the house, whoop, 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 yeah. I just couldn't do it. On top of that, I can't do it with Pisces. I can't be in relationship with a Pisces. I'm enough Pisces for myself. That's that. But, like I said, you know you always have a spe I don't want to say a special place, but, you know, for some people, they always have a special place in their heart for their first. Me... I have a special place in my mind where they can stay. <laughs> you know, it's called memories. You know, I could talk about, you know, stories and shit. You feel me? Like, boom. <laughs> like, we we, we we had, you know, we had fun. There are memories, but there's nothing there. I don't ever backtrack. I don't backtrack. I don't backtrack. Only thing I kept up with was with T with back in the days. Again, this is 2010. Only t- only reason I kept up with T, probably because when my grandfather was in uh, the nursing home and we ain't had no ride, he did come around and he helped out a lot back when I was down at night. He helped out a lot, even though we weren't together, he did help me out and it was all good. He tried to get back, but we ain't, like I said, I don't backtrack so that's the story of my first oh wait no so yeah so i end up coming out with him you feel me it's like boom motherfucker spent the night the highest uh he was asleep you know i don't know what time it is it's like early in the morning probably around this time bitch ass mama she waking me up you feel me let me ask you a question is that nigga in there sleeping in your bed? Yeah, he in there sleep. Why? Oh, I just wanted to know. Because, so, uh, so, you a homosexual, right? I'm like, what? It's just, so I just want to know, you a homosexual? Like, I don't know. I don't know. You know, I know, but, again, this is my mama. How the fuck am I coming out to her? How do I come out? You feel me? It wasn't nothing like that. You feel me? Like, we didn't have that much of a fucking bond. We had a bond, but not that goddamn close. Anyway, it's not like... Sh- it's not like she probably didn't know anyway. Anyway, yeah. So, I don't know. But yeah, so she asked me again. I was like, yeah, I guess, yeah, I'm gay. So she started crying and I started crying. And yeah, so he was like, should I go? I'm like, no, don't leave. Don't leave. And he was so embarrassed. Like, he was like, yeah, I think I should just go because woo, woo, woo. And yeah, I'm like, well, yeah So he left and she made a scene over that, And she wanted to talk to him And they talked and she threatened him And yeah, again, that was then she was his favorite. I don't know. My brother say he she he was her, his favorite too. I don't know. I didn't give a damn. I don't give a fuck. T can stay the fuck where the fuck he at. I ain't going to say he wasn't a good person at the time. But yeah, that's just not how shit roll with me. Like, I don't do the cheating shit. You feel me? So yeah, that's the story. <laughs> that's the story of me coming I, you feel me, and my first dude, like, this was my actually first boyfriend, like, I actually came out and paraded with, you know, oh, I'm not done so, shit, I came out to my brother, my partners mm-hmm. just as real as I am, like, I, I said in, real you know, the previous uh, session real, real Realology 101 that I can't help but be real, I can't help but to be me but damn, it's late. Like, but yeah, I can't help but to be who the fuck I am, and that's my hundred percent me all the time. So I blatantly told my brother and my partners, my brother-in-law at the time, like, "Look, I'm gay. I don't know what to tell y'all." Yeah, I mean, I'm coming out. That's all I wanted to say. Like, if you fuck with me, you fuck with me. If you don't, you don't. But I don't want nobody going around talking about they seeing me with somebody questionable and we ain't doing all of that. I'd rather tell on myself and this is me telling on myself. And shit, we were still good. You feel me? I was, I'm still good with people. It's just all about keeping it real. I'm not hiding. I'm not faking shit and boom and again and that's not about the di- you know i see disrespect and shit in different ways like i say like my perspective is totally changed and i'm so self-aware i'm not saying i wouldn't disrespect my partners by bringing a nigga around or whatnot like you know like sometimes they wouldn't disrespect you know they partners by bringing their females around to a ho- old dude session or whatnot but i wouldn't bring my boyfriend nigga or somebody i'm fucking with you know, constantly, I say constantly, around my partners, you feel me? Because that's my personal shit. These are partners. This is like pleasure slash business. This isn't mine, you know. You know, relationships, you know, intimacy is mine. I can't, like, I'm not gonna constantly do that and berate, berate that around y'all, you feel me? That's why I can't stand when straight people constantly throw their relationship people people's face. Like, I got a relationship too. <laughs> You don't, you don't want to hear about my shit, so why don't I want to hear about your shit? But yeah, I mean, <clears throat> boom, that's it. So like, bro, if anybody ask me, I tell you that is what it is. But boom, so yeah, learning from my first, like I said, me, that was a lot. I learned a lot. <laughs> <laughs> I've learned a lot dealing with my first. I came out with my first and that shit there was like so 2010s. I'm telling you, I used to travel on buses for motherfuckers, you feel me? So, yeah. Uh, yeah, that's it, man. That's the story of my first. You feel me? Until next time, I got a story for you. Have I got a story for you, (laughs) too. So I guess in the spirit of the first, we can continue on, you know, since I talked about my first and my first time coming out or, you know, my first, my, for my first boyfriend or whatnot, my first dude and me coming out. I guess I could talk about my second dude and, you know, everything that led up, you know, <clears throat> that went on from the first or whatnot. So, uh, yeah. <clears throat> so yeah. So yeah, um, let me just go ahead and speak you know, go ahead and talk it out. You know, this is not gonna be as long as the first one, but yeah, just gonna add on to it and boom, just ramble. You know, a session, you know. the Easter session, I guess, you know. Happy Easter by the way. <laughs> so, you know. Okay, 09, you know, 2010, that was my first or whatnot. You know, that's when I came. I, uh, 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 you know, shit happened. You know, I told you I found out. The shit I found out with with T. And, you know, he was messing around with the friends or whatnot. Boom. It was all good. I ain't tripping. Anyway, I moved around. So, yeah. Uh, yeah, so I just moved around. You know, you feel me? I was just you know, uh, chilling, you know, boom, uh, still going to school, still doing me, so in an act of revenge, <laughs> I start to befriend some of T's friends, you feel me, you know, uh, some, you know, like, one of T's friends, I guess, is the, we're still good, to the, we're still kind of cool to this day, you know, we just call him D, so me and D, we all right, but, uh, <clears throat> Yeah, it was like, one of the friends I befriended was LBs. And LBs, you know, them pounds. Anyway, LBs, yeah, it was a total opposite from T, okay? LBs was basically, I'm going to say my type. T was not my type, okay? But again, I mean, I, I, I really have a type, but I have a type. You know, everybody got a type. But anyway, yeah. But at that time, you know, I talked to people for that personality, whatever. But you know, he was good. You know, we was cool. We 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 hit it off, and boom, that's the, we it became cool. But like I said, I have a type, and LB's was a type. So again, LB's is one of the friends I found on T's Facebook and befriended, and yeah, we befriended. This motherfucker was in Beaumont. Motherfucker was from Mo City. He went to Lamar University, yeah. So, and he stayed in Mo City. So, me and LBs, you know, this about 2010, 2011, me and LBs, we hit it off, you know, we was cool, and yeah, you know, same old, same old. Like, I don't know, it's like right after T, I went right to LB, so boom, at at that time, it was like, uh it took a minute for me to bring LBs around, but when I, LBs immediately took me around they people though, like, so yeah, I was always, I spent a lot of time in most city with LBs, you know, in oh, 2011. So yeah, with LBs, it was like, eh, it was okay. I mean, we stayed together for a while, a little bit, but off and on, and up and down. <laughs> yeah, like uh, you know, like, <clears throat> like, 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 like T, like with with T, or unlike with t i put like the unlike with t you know me being introduced I be, my eyes are open woo. so i mean i already had, you know mine was open to a lot of shit so i already knew some shit lbs wasn't into n- really none of that shit really again lbs total opposite from t again my type so yeah so lbs wasn't really into all of that but they knew of it okay so boom LBs was more like me. We were into the same shit. The Buffy shit, you know, comics, games. Me and LBs were pretty much like that. Boom. But LBs was crazy. LBs was bipolar. So, yeah, you know, LBs used to bring me around to the family all the time. I stayed pretty much at the motherfucker house in Mo City with the family. I took my first time, you know, drove to... Beaumont to Lamar University stayed in the dorm room, you know, boom. Um, so yeah, so again, like with um, unlike with T, LB's show me some different shit. I'ma say the attention was there. But well, what what, what can I say? Okay, LB show, T put me into, you know, showed me the LGBT lifestyle introduced me to all that shit. Just open my eyes to all the LGBT shit. LBs introduced me to... <laughs> that psycho, crazy, misogynistic, toxic shit. Okay? I wasn't getting beat. Let's get that straight. Nobody has put their fucking hands on me. But anyway, LBs introduced me to that. So, again, you know... I found out LB's was really, literally clinically bipolar. Like, this motherfucker was diagnosed and had pills, and I always felt that the family walked around eggshells around LB's because I heard stories about how he almost killed the daddy, and mama had a heart attack from him. Like, sister was always fighting. Like, motherfucker was crazy, bro. Like, bro, I really was hesitant to bring this motherfucker around my house. I This is the only motherfucker who probably never been inside my house but one time and one time was the last and only time and after that we was done but yeah LB's introduced me to crazy shit maniacal shit <laughs> manic shit cause like I said he was literally clinically you know bipolar bipolar depressive he was manic he was manic when he was depressed he was depressed like bro no no it has been times this motherfucker accused me of fucking with motherfuckers that I didn't even fucking know motherfucker accused me just fucking around just because I'm at work and answer the phone like I had to literally sit there on the phone and convince this motherfucker I'm at work and I'm not doing nothing to convince this motherfucker to quit doing shit quit doing crazy shit or quit talking to me crazy it was like Crazy, like I have never in my life again. I'm about 22, 23 now, whatever, but I'm like never experienced no dealing, other than with fucking with my dealing with my fucking ass, crazy ass mama, but never dealing with somebody you've been intimate with in a relationship with just so harshly. Like, it was harsh, like, bro, it was hard to communicate with that motherfucker there. Communication was not there at all, and when it was there, it was there. But again, motherfucker was sick. The bipolar shit. Like when he was in his moods, he in his moods, and you can't get the motherfucker out the moods. It suggests you just leave the motherfucker alone. But it got to the point where motherfucker stayed in the mood so damn bad, and stayed, you know, in his mood so damn bad, and was with, was around people in Beaumont, I guess, because I wasn't driving Beaumont all the time. Was with, you know. And Bowman at the university with, around somebody who could basically calm him or whatever, that's what the alleged the, uh, uh, that was what the alleged uh, saying was or whatever, lie or however it was, when th- this motherfucker was fucking around with somebody at the university. I found out via Twitter, but yeah, when I confronted about it, you know, who the motherfucker is, you know, I always that's her, that's a friend, that's just my friend, that's my friend. You know you the usual lie. So yeah, I'm like, oh, okay. So I didn't pay attention to it, them motherfuckers bring the motherfucker around to the house. I was coming to the house but they were so Yeah, long story short, you know, you know we broke up we tried to get back together it never worked like this motherfucker was crazy and i'm like yeah i was so much free so much better not being with this motherfucker here like this motherfucker was the epitome of toxic like bro I like, then when the motherfucker went in his fittings, like he'll gaslight you on and swear he ain't never doing this shit again only to be gaslit and to got burnt. Like, you feel me? Like it wasn't that wasn't it, you know. I wasn't fitting that. Like I was over that there, like, yeah, this motherfucker was a cancer and They're already hard to get through, and getting through a bipolar one was tough, and when we finally got through the motherfucker, it was hard to maintain. It was like a fucking bad, raggedy-ass car. Like, this motherfucker, you could not... Yeah. (laughs) That was hard, and that was, like, the worst relationship I've been with. Like, I... Yeah, I cannot. Like, bro... I commend people who stay with people who bipolar. Like I have a, a strange brother now who's married to somebody who's bipolar. His convict. So it was crazy. It's crazy. Like if you do it, if you you gotta stick through it if you wanna do it. <laughs> I guess, but no, it wasn't for me. Been there, done that. We good. It never got physical, but the motherfucker tried to. And I don't do physical, baby. You can go. You ain't finna put your hands on me, and I'm not finna put my hands on you. But. That's that, you know. I hope everybody have a happy Easter. That's my little rant session, you know. Have I had a story for you? This is part two for the second relationship. You feel me? Story about my second relationship. We'll see whenever I talk about the third because that one there is just. Ugh. But yeah, so I you hope know, everybody have a happy Easter. Until next time, have I got a story for you.